Welcome to the official podcast where the bombs get thrown. I'm your host, May Shayla Bogan, and I introduce to you the Mike Bomb Podcast. Enjoy. episode of the Mike Bomb Podcast. This is your host, May Shayla Bogan, where I will be bringing you today's topic, the WNBA. So to all of you WNBA fans, to all of you basketball fans, tonight is a major night, especially for women's sports, because it's the kickoff of the WNBA playoffs. And honestly, If you're going to tune into WNBA basketball, especially if you're one of those who haven't watched them this whole, who hasn't watched the WNBA this whole year, I would highly recommend you watching tonight's game, especially, you know, tonight's games, obviously, especially between the number six seed, the Chicago Sky, and the number seven seed, the Dallas Wings. If you want to see pretty much what you'll say, a good rival in basketball and a good, you know, serious or pretty, yeah, pretty much a good serious, this will be the game for you because to me, this is going to be the game of the series, the game of the whole, the whole damn playoffs, pretty much, you know. These teams, to me, are very, very matched. Obviously, they are tearing it up in the rankings. They're tearing it up in the leading in the WNBA statistics this year. They're pretty much, you know, tearing it up all the way. I think whoever comes out the winner of this game will be one of the finalists, or at least in the final two in the semifinals. Of the WNBA, I'm not going to lie to you. I really believe that. Because that's how tough these teams are going to be to play. Whether it's against each other or other teams. So, I think that this will be the game that everyone is going to be looking at. The number 6 seed, the Chicago Sky, will be hosting the number 7 seed, the Dallas Wings, in Chicago. Um... 
I have not seen such an even matchup this whole year. Like, I'm going to be seeing tonight between these two. And here's why. The league's best scores, the league's best assists, the league's best rebounders are all on both teams. You know, if you want to watch a women's all-star game, a women's basketball all-star game, this will be the game you will see it, especially with the stipulations being as high as they can be behind the WNBA finals. Um, it's pretty much, it's definitely win or go home. You know, this is unfortunately a one-game series. So whoever wins tonight, they got to leave. They, they go to the second round, and the loser, obviously, is the ones going home. If I can pick one game to be the finals or to be, you know, at least the semifinals, this will be it. This, like I said before, is going to be the game of the postseason. This is the game that you're definitely not going to want to miss. All the way across the board, even though Enrique, you know, has, whose averages, 18.7 points this year, Enrique Ogonable, you know, averages 18.7 points this year, 3.3 assists, and is leading the Dallas Wings in within those statistics. Kalia Cooper is not that far off. You know, she's, you know, 14.4. Then you got Courtney Vandersloot, 18 point, I mean, 8.6, you know, in leading assists. And not only is she leading the Chicago Sky, she's leading the whole WNBA. So, Chicago Skies, if you fans, you should be excited because this will be the first time since June 30th you are playing this team healthy. And this time around, you're home. You're not in Dallas where you defeated them the first matchup this year between you two, where you won 91 to 81 in Dallas. And obviously, the Wings got your numbers the last two matchups where they beat you the first when they got against you 100 to 91, then the second time 80 to 96. I think if you're a Dallas Wings fan, even though this is a great season and you should be looking forward to this game because, like I said, this is going to be the heavyweight match of the entire postseason for the WNBA. This is actually the game that, if I can nominate this game for game of the year, of who I think should be in the conversation for game of the year, if, if it was ever to go up as an SB, I'm picking this game right here. These are two highly Highly matched defensive teams. These are two of the best. This is pretty much top five of the best of the best in two or three more categories around the WNBA. You got the leading, you got top five leading scorer, Arike Agonable. You got the leading scorer. I mean, you got the leading, correct me, you have the leading assister, is what you can say, along with the leading stealer. <laughs> Of the WNBA and Courtney Vanderloo. I think this is going to be a matchup. You know, it's hard to determine a winner, even though 
Dallas is up on Chicago by one, leading the series two to one out of their past three matchups. But even though this is going to be a close game, I'm not expecting the winner of this game, who I'm predicting to be the Chicago Sky, to win by more than five points. Due to the circumstances, due to both teams being healthy, due to pretty much they're all going to be fighting like they're fighting for their livelihood, is what I'm going to say. Um, I'm expecting the score to be Chicago Sky 105, the Dallas Wings 100. Yes, I'm expecting it to be a high-scoring game. Both going to push each other to the limits. Both's going to be ready to pretty much throw it down, put it all on the line. And that's what you want to see in all sports, especially in winner-go-home situations like the postseason where it's only one series, which unfortunately is what it's like the first round of the WNBA playoffs. And like I said, to all of you that want, you know, that's interested in that game, it will be on ESPN2, 8 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Time. Yes, the number six Chicago Sky will be playing the number seven Dallas Wings. Um, who is going to have to take over the game for the Dallas Wings to win? If they, you know, find a way, which they can, to beat the Chicago Sky in Chicago, Obviously, it's going to have to be their leading scorer and their leading assist. 18.7 points, top five, you know, and the WNBA is that. That part cannot be overlooked. Then she's 3.3 in total assists per game this season. And Arike, girl, this is going to have to be her show. This is going to have to be her show in Chicago in order for it, in order for it to be a great outcome for the Dallas Wings. Now, is it going to be? No. Because if I can pick any show that I feel that would pretty much tear the Enrique show off. And I mean off, off, off the court. It would be the show that many like myself and others around enjoy watching. Which will be the Candace Parker show. And that's who I feel is going to be the player of this game. That's who I feel is pretty much whose presence is pretty much going to be the game changer of this game. You know, she's she's going to come in hot. She's going to come in heavy. You know, she's going to come in pretty much like this is her time, even though it is. Leaving the L.A. Sparks. Sparks, unfortunately, didn't make it. CP3 took her talents back home to Chicago. The Sky is now hosting. Win or lose, do or die, and I feel she's going to do. I, like I said, I'm predicting the score to be 105, 100. Their gains to 100. Chicago wins, advance to the second round. I know that some are picking the wings to win because the history. Because the history so far this year alone. Two to up, two to one against Chicago. You pretty much been their crypt nights, back, giving them back to back L's to them. You know, you should be the favorites to win this game. You should be because of what you have, because what you bring to the table. But who is the more complete team? There's a reason why Chicago is the number six seed and the Dallas Wings is the number seven. And I feel that reason is going to be tonight. And this is no knock on the wings. But, but, 
I'm going to just say this right here. I'm going to say this right now, right here. The Dallas, the Chicago Sky, the Dallas Wings is a great team. But the Chicago Sky behind the Phoenix Mercury and the Seattle Storm, to me, is the third most completed team in the WNBA. Both defensively and offensively. This show that I'm going to be watching tonight, Arike is going to get her numbers. Don't get me wrong. But CP3 is going to take over the game. This is going to be the Candace Parker show. Even though Kalea Cooper is their leading scorer, averaging 14.7 points a game this, this, this season. And congrats to her. That's great. And as a matter of fact, that is going to actually help Candace Parker this series, help CP3 this game, because I don't see nobody on both, on the Dallas Wings, that's going to be able to lock them both up. In order for them to come out of Chicago, the winners of this game, they're going to have to find a way to maintain both Candace Parker and Kalea Cooper and the league scorer and the league league's leader in assists, Courtney Vandloo, who leads the league in total assists, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. She leads the league in total assists, 8.6 assists per game, while also leading the league in, in steals. Yes, she is also, correct me, she's also top three in, skill, in steals. 1.7 steals per game. So this woman, the third, you could say the third hitter, or the third, you know, of the big three, is <laughs> she's a monster. You know, she's, you, you can't, Chicago, I mean, okay. Dallas is not going to have enough to cover this. It's going to be too much for them to overcome because they're a young team that even though they're great together, and I really hope they stay together because I'm predicting them to be back in this spot next year. Maybe a higher seed, but it's not going to be this year. You know, Chicago Sky is looking to even the series, which I think they are, 105 to 100. This is going to be a high-scoring game. If you're going to look, if you're looking for a great game between women basketball teams, or a great game in basketball where you don't have to turn on your television station and pretty much wait for the NBA season to start, tune into tonight's game between these two. This is not a game you want to miss. I would not recommend you missing this game. You know, you can't you can't overlook that. Chicago, I mean, Dallas may has a big, you know, maybe a big two or maybe a big three, but it's not this big three. You know, the best player on that's going to be on the court tonight is going to be on the Chicago Sky. The second best player on the Dallas Wings, based on what you have on the court tonight between those two in Chicago. But as for who's going to have the most complete team, who has the better three? You you check the WNBA standings. You check the WNBA statistics. You see Chicago Skies flying all over. You know? You see them flying all over. And the X factor is going to be 
the third woman, obviously. Even though Candace Parker is it's gonna be her show, it has to be in order for the skies to even the series this season with the Dallas Wings. But not only that, but they're gonna have to also in order for them to win this game in advance, Candace Parker must take over. So how many points I think she's gonna average? She averaged she averaged thirteen point three points this year. She also went on to average, you know, sixteen point six throughout her career. So who am I looking for? So what am I looking for for her to average? I'll say she's gonna average about fourteen points this game. You know, I don't see many people on this no one pretty much in my book on the Dallas Wings that's gonna lock her up. And that's the only way Dallas is coming out here if Candace Parker doesn't get banged up and she comes into this game healthy, just like Chicago. A healthy Chicago team will knock Dallas out of the playoffs. They're knocking them out. So, unfortunately, my prediction will be... It's going to... It's Listen. It's going to be a good series, but Chicago's going to win. They have the more complete team, both offensively and de- defensively. The one of the top 10, two of the top 10 in the WNBA leading scorers are both on the Chicago sky. The leading top three, top five of the leading assists and steals is also on the Chicago sky. You only have one player, maybe two, that's in that top five, top 10 all around. That's not going to be enough to beat this team. And... You, and I think they're going to ask for too much out of Arike. It's going to be too much for them to overcome. And the Skies is going to pull it off. One, they're at home. Two, they know what it is already. They know the Ty series and they had players who's been here before. So, the Chicago Sky, I got them winning 105 to 100. They're not going to walk all over Dallas Wings. They're not going to do that. Those ladies are heavy. You know, this is going to be a slug or not. Obviously, it's going to be a lot of physicality. Of course, it's basketball. But what team could be more physical? What team is more ready to win together? I'm going to go with the Chicago Skies. And not only that, but the leading... The leading lady in assists this year in the WNBA and top three of leading in steals per game. Also averaged 10.5 points this season. She probably would have averaged more if it wasn't for Kalea Cooper and Candace Parker both being her teammate, which I understand. If I had those people on my team, I would probably fall back too. So no, so no knock on her there. You know, no knock on her there. You can't you can't blame her for falling back. King CP3 came. Obviously her goal is to retire where she pretty much the city she grew up in, Chicago, Illinois. Um she's and she understands that you know, in order for her to lead her team to somewhere where it won't be considered a failure for her to in her return back home to Chicago. She obviously understands that she's going to have to pretty much take over. 
She's the veteran in all of this. She knows what it's like to get there. She knows what it's like to hold that trophy up. She knows what it's like to win it all because unlike any other player in that series, she's the one who won it all back in 2016 with the LA Sparks. So of course she knows what it's like. You know, she knows she knows what it's like. And I think that speaking of the LA Sparks, Here's why I don't have the wings winning. Because you barely beat that team. You barely beat a team in your home turf that is just coming together. The LA Sparks obviously didn't play as well this year. End up wind up being last in the Western Conference behind all the Aces, the Lynx, Storm, Mercury, and the Wings. And they obviously landed ninth in the league. But I can't have you beaten a team like the Sky and not, you know, and then have you coming back to Chicago, beating a healthy Chicago Sky, you know, beating it like you barely beat the Sparks home to finish off the season. I get it. You may have not played your best players, but in the end, Enrique gets shut down. Pretty much there goes your team because now you're asking for Zali, you know, Zatu to do a lot. You know what I mean? But you can shut Kalia Cooper down because Candace Parker's out the conversation. You're not shutting that lady down unless you're going to put two to three people on her. You're not shutting that lady down one-on-one. That's out the conversation. And even if some miracle you find a way to, you got Kalia Cooper to worry about. You got, ladies and gentlemen, let me remind you, Courtney Vanderloot to Vanderloot to worry about. Kalia Cooper, 14.4 points this series this season. Candace Parker. That's right. Candace Parker. 13.3 points. Courtney Vanderloot, 10.5 points this this season. That, if you want to know what's a big three in basketball and you want to find a big three in women's basketball in the WNBA without having to look at Seattle Storm, who has, has Brianna Stewart and others, and Phoenix Mercury, who has Diana Taurasi, Brittany Grinder, Skylar, you know, Skylar Diggs, who is a Honestly, I'm dreaming to see that. Chicago Sky versus the Phoenix Mercury. I'm actually one. I'm actually anxious to see that matchup. But if you want to know what a big three is, look at the Chicago Sky. That is a big three. That is, to me, a complete team. All around. So... Yeah, that's pretty much it with this game. You can tune in, watch it on the W. You know, you can watch it on ESPN2. WNBA playoffs kick off tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. ESPN2. Dallas Wings will be traveling as the number 7 seed to the... Pretty much, you can say, the number 6 seed, the Chicago Sky. Chicago wins 105 to 100, sends Dallas home. And advance to the second round. 
to either play the Mercury or to play oh, to play the Mercury or to um play the Seattle Storm. No, correct me, correct me, correct me. They would either be playing the Seattle Storm or the Minnesota Lynx. And honestly, I really, really, really am looking forward to watching, you know, Chicago go against. I really, really, really am because obviously who wins the game between them and the Wings unless New York pulls off the miracle in Phoenix, which I don't see happening. I'm going to get to that later, later on. This is pretty much it, you know. This is pretty much the series. Um, I'm actually looking forward. I really hope, you know, Candace Parker can get the links again. You know, I really, I'm, I, I really, really look forward. I really hope, you know, she can her history with the links. I'll give you my predictions if that time comes, and I'm pulling forward to come. So, game one, kickoff of the WNBA playoffs. The Chicago Sky will win the WNBA playoffs. Chicago Sky, 105. The Dallas Wings, 100. <laughs> and, that can, and that will be it. Now we also, but don't but don't get bombed. Don't get bombed because that's not the only game that we have tonight. We also have the game between the number eight seed, the New York Liberty, at the number five seed, the Phoenix Mercury, which will air two hours after that game, also Eastern Time on the ESPN2 network. And who? Sabrina is in the school. You are great. You're a great player, girl. But there is no way you going in the Phoenix winning this game. You can't tell me the Liberty is gonna win this game. Even though she's she's leading the league right now in highest, you know, the highest jersey sales in the WNBA. But that is not gonna help her tonight. Those ladies is no joke. Phoenix Mercury. You got Brittany Grinder, you got Diana Taurasi, and you got who my pick to win, you know, the MVP of this season, Skylar Diggs. That's too much for Sabrina to outcome. It's pretty much going to be her by herself, you know, because it's going to be a one-woman show. She's going to have to take on the whole game. And I'm not saying that she can't take off. You know, she can't take over the entire game. But what I am saying, it's going to be too much for her to overcome. That 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 is a real, real, real tall task. See, outside of the Chicago sky, as I said, if you're, if you're not going to count this big three, count Chicago's. But... Who is the big, big three of the WNBA will be these ladies right here. Brittany Grinder, Diana Taurasi, who I feel, even though I'm a diehard Candace Parker fan, but I feel is 
the greatest WNBA player of all time. And then you got Skylar Diggins. Then they're coming with Sophie Cunningham. This can be, this is a big three. And also Brianna Turner, who I think many are overlooking. That's their five. But their three alone would scare me because New York, even though they got a they got a great team. Don't get me wrong in New York. They got a good team. But it's not great and it's not elite. These ladies are great. They can be elite. But Seattle Storm, Connecticut Sun, it's going to have something to say about that. That's going to be a good series if it gets that far. But these ladies, I think, you know, yeah, they're going to come out the winner. In this game, I don't think it's going to be a close game because it's Sabrina pretty much by herself against these big three. Brittany, Skylar, you know, Diana. That's a lot to ask for one player to overcome. That's a lot to ask a player to overcome. You know, she has led the series. She's pretty much been dominating the WNBA since entering this league. And when you... It's hard, you know, field goal percentage. Brittany Garner, number two in the league, 0.575 field goal percentage range. Brianna Turner, her teammate right behind her, 0.554, so 0.554. Then Brittany Grinders leading the league in total blocks, which means there's no getting, let's just say, no shots in, no shots out. That's what's going to be in New York. It's going to be lights out. I think I'm expecting the Phoenix Mercury, even though Sabrina's going to put up a great fight. You know, number three in the league in assists with 6.1 assists per, you know, per game. That It's going to be too much for her to overcome. You know, it's going to be too much for her to overcome. This team is not ready for that. You know, I don't think this team is honestly ready for any of these other teams in the W in this in this finals in the postseason. I think if you could pick a weakest link, the New York Liberty would be that. Let's just face the facts. If the Sparks would have not lost, they would have not they would have not been in. Not taking nothing away from the New York Liberty, but it's gonna show and it's gonna show in a bad way tonight. This you gotta come with a stronger team if you're gonna think if you're even gonna come close to beating a team like this. You want to talk about, obviously, the Warriors of the, you know, the 2016 Warriors or the 2016 Cavs will be between the Phoenix Suns or the Seattle Storm. So we're going to keep that comparison elsewhere. So what team can I think of right now? I'm going to be a little cheesy and say this. The Phoenix Suns. You got shooters everywhere. But then you got your big three. You had Devin Booker. You had, you know, you had Chris Paul. Then you had, it's like you had you had hitters. You had hitters everywhere. You know what I mean? And you got your big three. Brittany Grinder, if I could pick a player who is going to be 
even though I like Britney Grinder and I respect and I love Diana Taurasi. But if I could pick who's gonna be and who's gonna take over this game, I'm gonna go with the shooter. Because that's what's gonna determine. It's gonna be a battle between her and Sabrina of who can, who can shoot the ball better. Who's gonna score more points? That's how you're gonna be. It's gonna be who's the better three-point shooter. Who's going to pretty much make the bigger impact on their team and even though the impact that Sabrina made on his, on their team can arguably be, be bigger because they wouldn't even they probably wouldn't even be in contention if it wasn't for her but Skylar Diggins has obviously the more supporting cast you could say they have the more supporting cast around them so who's my pick to be the difference maker, to be the player of the game, it's going to be Skylar Diggins. You cannot, especially when your team is not that good defensively, with or without Sabrina on the court, and the New York Liberty, you cannot beat a big three team like this because, okay, say if you was to shut down Skylar, who's your answer for Brittany Grinder? Brittany Grinder, correct me. Who's your answer for Diana Tudorossi? You're going to need some answers. And you can only have five women on the court per team. So, you're going to need at least two on the New York Liberty for Diana. You're going to need at least two for, you know, Brittany. Maybe three, depending on what Britney. It, it depends on which Britney we're going to see tonight on the ESPN Network, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Tune in. It's, it's, it's real hard, you know? It's, it's real hard to see New York come out the winner of this game because what they have to offer right and what they're coming into this league with is what they're coming into the series with it's just not it's not going to be good enough it's not going to be it's not going to be good enough to overcome that big three and then you're not even home you're going to phoenix you're, they're not coming to you. You're going to them. Let me let me remind you. You're going to them. Even though they got D.D. Richards. Even though they have, you know, Bettinaja Lenny. Even though, you got, even though they got Natasha Coward. That is not going to be enough to beat this team. You're going to need more than that to to not only win this game, but win this series. I think the last, the lowest seed, I say they pretty much set up for failure. Because they just want to set it up where it's going to be the Diana Taurasi, the Brittany Grinder, and the Skylar Diggins show. And who would be my MVP of that series? Skylar Diggins. Skylar Diggins, I got to go with her. She's going to be the X Factor and 
Phoenix Mercury's victory tonight in the in the NBA, you know, in this playoff game. I don't think anyone on that court is going to be able to have answers for this woman. You know, and she's just and she, she's dangerous by herself. She's dangerous by herself, but see the differences between a lot of good point, you no, know, a lot of great three-point shooters this game, this in this postseason, and her, she's coming with a big two. She's coming with the double dose. You know, she's not coming with pretty much in whole, like, it's like a one-woman show. You would think it's a one-woman show with the way she played Lights Out this whole year. That's why she is my favorite. But she's not coming. It's not just her. And her alone would have a team like the New York Liberty in fear. Because, whoa, how are we gonna how are we gonna outscore this team? You know? How are we how are we gonna contain her? Then we gotta worry about the people who's coming with her. The people around her. That that that's a real tall task to ask, you know. A newly together team. And. Averaging 17.7. Points. Per game. In back to back seasons. After averaging 17.9. And 18.5. That's a. That's somebody that's hard to stop. You know. Three point percentage. 37.0. Field goal range, 45.2. Played all 32 games. You know? That is hard. That's... I, I don't see that happening. No. It's too hard. It, it It's too hard for her to come. Coming off of a career playoff, a career high, you know? You could say... A second-ranked career high, 16 points per game. After averaging 20, obviously her career highest, which would be 23 point, point, 30, 23 points per game. Can I expect... Can I really expect it? You know, I didn't have the New York Liberty making the playoffs. Because of why I don't have them winning the series. They're they're not together enough as a team to to compete with the others. Pretty much. It's it's like let's just say going up it's gonna look like Kobe, LeBron, and hmm. Chris Paul in his prime, the young Chris Paul, all on the same team versus in Phoenix versus this New York Liberty team who just come in with one or maybe two star players. Then you're looking at the players around them. Look at the players around the three. If it wasn't for the lights... 
of the Seattle storm and the Las Vegas Aces, we could we would be looking at the most dominant team in the WNBA. That's my take on it. So, what's my score prediction? What do I think the series is going to be? It's going to be, obviously, Chicago Sky and both the Phoenix Mercury advancing to the second round. And with Chicago, like I said, winning 105 to 100, Candace Parker leading with at least 14 to 16 points that game. Um, Kalia Cooper leading behind her with at least 12, leaving out of your release 12, and at the minimum. And what I'm expecting from this game, the 10 o'clock game, which I'll say the main event, I'll say I'm expecting them to score 105 as well. The Phoenix Mercury, because it is the playoffs. Or maybe, no, correct me, 110. Um, and I don't see the New York Liberty averaging more than 85. So I think it's going to be 110 to 85, Phoenix advances. That's going to be the game. The MVP of this games for the 8 o'clock game is going to be Candace Parker. The 10 o'clock game, it's going to be... It's going to be Skylar Diggins, um, who's my favorite to win the MVP this year. Due to not only averaging in points per game, but averaging all around. Assists, field goal range, um three-pointers she's to me the best three-pointer that you got in the WNBA if you want to call someone a female like a female Steph Curry so far or a female Devin Booker look at Skylar Diggins over there and over there in Phoenix you will see Devin Booker all in that woman that's how great of a shooter I believe she is But even though we have, you know, pretty good teams matching up together, I'm just disappointed that they're only one game between these teams. You know, speaking of this being only a one-game series, I think that time is beyond overdue to pretty much... I wish that these series, even though they are giving us... They are you know, giving me, giving us as fans the best of five in the semifinals and the best of five in the finals. But why don't we at least get that the first two rounds? You know, we are watching not only some of the best women in the country go against each other, but we're also watching some of the best in the world. Some of the best women athletes of all time, especially on Chicago with Candace Parker, especially on Phoenix Mercury with Diana Tirasi, especially them two who I can love to congratulate making the WNBA top 25 of all time. But, and then you got teams like the Minnesota Lynx and the Seattle Storm, who I feel... If they will, if they can go against the NBA team, they can win. The Phoenix Mercury, the Chicago Sky, the Seattle Storm, the Minnesota Lynx, they can beat. They can beat the W. They can beat the NBA team. 
you give them seven series, but you won't give the WNBA seven series from the first round all the way up. That that to me is ridiculous. I think that I'm actually proud that the WNBA, you know, the players and other fans are fighting for a longer series. And they actually started fighting this whole season because since the beginning of the season, because this is long overdue. This is something that should have been done at least five years ago before it reached this 25th mark. And with it being the 25th anniversary of the WNBA, that is, by the way, a quarter of a century of existence and being on top of the world in women's sports and sports, period. And I just don't think that it's fair to the women athletes that if they lose one game, their season's over with. But the NBA, they can lose one game, come back for game two, come back for game three, come back for game four, and they're getting four games at the minimum. They're not just getting all four games at the maximum. Okay, whoever, it's the best of four, the best of five. You know, they're getting... They're pretty much getting the best of seven. You know, if I beat you game one, you come back, you beat me game two, I beat you game three, you beat me game four, we go to a game five, I win that, you beat me game six, here we are game seven, win or lose, winner goes home. I mean, winner advances, loser goes home. That's how it goes in the NBA. If you know the fights happen, sometimes it goes for the nothing when they sweep. You win four straight, it's a sweep, they're out of there. Or you go against a team four to two, the series over with. They're getting more than five games, but four or five games is their minimum. But at the maximum, the WNBA, who's been existing for about, you could say, one third of the NBA's time, because the NBA's been around 75 seasons, WNBA is reaching their, 20, their 25th, they're getting. They're getting one, you know, they're getting one game. And I would actually like to applaud women. Like, you know, it's just, I applaud those who are taking up for this. Who are fighting against clear injustice of, you know, the bookies. And I don't think it's fair to fans that... This is like the NBA, you get it on ABC Network. You know, you're getting it on the ABC Network where, and then you're also getting it on ESPN. So if you don't have one, you can get it on the other. So they make it convenient for those who are basic, who has basic cable to be able to still watch their favorite players and win a go-home moments, throw it down. But they're not doing that for those who just prefer to watch women's basketball. And I don't think that's fair. I think that they should. They should because what you're showing other women athletes when you're doing that is, okay, you can make the playoffs. You can make the offseason. You can bust your behind just as much as they do. But what you do won't matter because you're not the same gender of them, which means you can't be the bigger name that they are. And I think many women who are still in this league, like Diana, like Candace. Um, like Skylar, like Brittany, you know, I think I, I'm sold on Tia Cooper over there 
on the Sparks. I think she could take on some WNBA players. I met some NBA players too. Like Brianna Stewart, like Sue Bird. Um, how can I forget them? I think we'll have a lot to say about this. You know, I think they will have a lot to say. They should have a lot to say about this. And and the fans should join. They should say, you know, it should be a hashtag on social media social media called We Want the WNB We Want the WNBA. You know, similar to what the WWE does when they made a hashtag, we want Sasha. Yeah, we want the WNBA, you know. We want the WNBA to start getting fair opportunities, getting fair showcase time, getting a fair series. And I think that would help the WNBA's gain viewership if they're given the same amount of time as the NBA, not only in their season, regular season but also in the postseason even if you're not going to give them as many games as you would an NBA player or NBA team at least give them okay don't give them the same amount of time as the postseason at least do that don't sit here and pretty much take away something that they have bust their behinds for and that they have sat there and you know pretty much bust their behinds for and worked so hard for and something that means to them and means to women sport fans so much the minimum you know it it just I feel personally the time for the WNBA to end to extend its series is now it's a little too late because pretty much everything's set in stone it actually starts today but I feel like the time for this to be done, the time for this to be extended should start next season. Should start before should be announced before the the preseason kicks off, which will be in May. Um I think that you know, we we as sports fans have seen too many great athletes come in and out the WNBA, still entering the WNBA to only be given the minimum time for them to show why they are who they are in moments that their teams are going to need them the most because this is pretty much it all on the line you know they say fight for a playoff spot when you're battling with a team for a seed or things like that the season's on the line but this is the real time when the season's on the line because regardless of how many games you have is win or go home but I feel like when you're given a seven game series in any other league, you know, in any other tournament, even in college leagues, even college, you know, gives women multiple games in series. Okay, I beat you then, you come back, you beat me, things like that. The NBA gives players the maximum seven games, the minimum one. You're handing, you're making the WNBA's maximum, the NBA, or the NBA's minimum, the WNBA's maximum and I don't and that's the part I don't think is fair. I don't find that fair at all. I don't think that you know it's 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 mind blown. It's mind blown that 
You work just as hard, you know. You know, you work just as hard. You, uh, you do everything there is to do to make a name for yourself as an athlete, regardless of your gender, your race, things like that. And you don't, and you don't get the same opportunities to show your graciousness towards it. I don't think that's right. You know, they're a pro league and, and should deserve serious. I would love to see a series. For example, the game between Chicago and Dallas tonight. That's a series. To me, if they were given the same showcases, that can if it wasn't for you that could probably outdo the the NBA finals. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't. If it does, honestly. And some may call me insane for saying this, oh, because they're women, but Besides, you know, you know my guy from from the Bucks. It's like, who else from both from either one of these teams that you can easily say, okay, I will lock Candace Parker up, or they're gonna retire, and you know, they're gonna retire in the NBA better than. Or ranked higher than Candace Parker's while Candace Parker is in the WNBA. How many of these players you think is how many of these players from either one of them two teams you think is gonna say that? How many NBA players do you think is gonna come out their mouth and say that? That is currently in this league right now. Maybe Giannis. Maybe Chris Paul. No, no. Chris Paul doesn't have a ring. So he's pretty, he pretty much knocked himself out that conversation. Because CP3 does what a league MVP and a super, and, and a finals MVP. So there you have that. But who else? No. Who else? I think that if they was to allow women in the W, in, in the NBA, women from the WNBA to cross paths and cross platforms to play in the NBA, you will see more of what I'm talking about when I say that women should start, you know, their, like, women in the WNBA deserves more. It's just sad that because the WNBA is a pretty small league compared to the NBA due to lack of ownership, due to lack of teams being allowed. But I feel like I think that it gives also women athletes less team to relax. No, less time to relax. I think that it's not giving them enough time to relax. And they're seeing it as, oh, if we only give him one game, then they will have the rest of the you know, the rest of the y'all seasons to relax, and that's not fair. That's not fair. You know, you just don't want to be seen as a woman, or you don't want to be seen as a man when you when you step on the court or step on the field or anywhere as an athlete. You just want to be seen as a great to an elite athlete, you know, who retired at least as the best, if not one of the best, when they, when they entered, when they started, versus the day that they quit or retired or whatever you know 
You don't want to be just one of those people that is out here just because, you know, just to be out here. It's like best of three series for the first two rounds and no buys. Really? No buys. You know, I don't I don't find that fair. I don't. And I think that with a game like, you know, I'ma keep saying this this whole podcast, but a game like the Dallas Wings and versus the Chicago Skies with the heavy hitters of, you know, Anike and, you know, Satu along with CP3 and, you know, Courtney and people like that. I think athletes like that deserve a lot more applause and a lot more television time because men or women, two out of four of these teams, at least, you know, you got some of the greatest, you got two of the greatest athletes, male or woman, that ever braced the sports world, and Candace Parker and Diana Taurasi. So you know you already got, at least in my book, if we're counting all time, we got at least two of the 15 top greatest basketball players, man or woman of all time, within this, within, within these four two, within these four games and in these two series. It's like, okay, I don't even think you should even call it a series. Because if you call a one game a series because of someone's gender, then you're just one of those that just got to just shut the hell up and just don't even speak on sports no more. Because this is not a series. This is just, okay, you got your time, you lost, go home, one and done. It's like, am I watching the WNBA? Which... If it was the NBA would have seven leagues, I'm at seven game series, six to seven game series, or am I watching the WNFL where it's win or go home, you know? And football, I would if it was lingerie football, I would understand because it's only much physicality your body should take, and I don't think anyone would be ready for like you know games like the Super Bowl if. The dub if they were in a seven-game series. As cool as it may sound as fans, but you have to think about the players. What they're telling the WNBA players is that they're not as strong and they're not as capable of taking each other to the limits to even go to a six- or seven-game series. And that right there is impeccable. You know? You cannot expect women to be, you know, for those to know the WNBA like they know the NBA if opportunities weren't equal if you know everyone was to have the same opportunity and saying that you gave them both league different leagues and you gave them both teams and you give them both postseason games you don't have an NBA postseason game on ESPN too you got it on ESPN channel you got it on ABC why is the WNBA not on ABC? Why is the NBA, why is it not on ESPN at least so everyone can see it? So everyone can have equal opportunity to see what women's sports is about, what women's basketball is about. Some of the greatest athletes, male or female, to ever step. You got Sue Bird in this series. You got Candace Parker. You got Diana Taurasi. You got Brittany Grinder. You got the best, to me, all-around player in the league right now is Skylar Diggins. CP3, Candace Parker, my all-time favorite player. 
But who's my current right now? Who would be my girl away from my girl? Would be Skylar Diggins. And yet, you give someone who's such a great shooter and such great talent like that, you know, one game on television to show her, to showcase her talent, to showcase her greatness. But you would hand someone like Chris Paul, who, who's, if I'm not mistaken, in the same, who plays in the same stadium as her, six to seven games. And these past series, if I'm mistaken, him and the Phoenix Suns blew. Something that I don't think the Phoenix Mercury would have done if it was them in that game versus a WNBA team from, you know? It's like, it's not fair. And you gotta be fair. You know? You gotta be fair. And I don't think they are. So, the time for this... For, you know, the one game series to be dismissed is overdue. Let's give women the same opportunity. You know, let's give the WNBA the opportunity we gave the NBA. And over the years, it has gained significant, you know. It's bad enough their annual salary is only like $75,000 per player. You know, and total salaries is $10.83 million. And that's not right. So let's fix this. Let's bring women to, let's take it to the Game 7 starting next year. That's what I'm pulling for. Welcome to the Mike Bomb Podcast, the podcast where the bombs get thrown. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode. This is your host, May Shayla, exiting out. But before I do, I would like to take the time to thank everyone who has subscribed, followed, and listened to the podcast and for your overall support and love. If you are interested in getting more news and updates about the podcast, such as new episodes, new seasons, you can now subscribe and follow the podcast on your favorite platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora Radio, Google Podcasts, and much more. Or you can visit www.themikebomb.com for news updates within your favorite sport leagues, along with more news about the podcast. Thank you for your support, and see you next episode. This is my nightly, this is my pain, hey, this is my life, yeah, this is what I was born to do, yeah, yeah, I was born to do, every new day, every new night, every new stage, every new fight, this is what I was born to do, yeah, I was born to do, yeah, fall to my knees every night and I pray, asking Lord let him hear, I got something to say, there's a fear out there, coming your way don't let it stop you from living for what you were made it's not a dream it's a destiny blessed is he when the whole world listens to this mess in me there's a message inside what you get from me a little life little love that's a recipe so when the world is crashing down and you feel the weight on your shoulders try to pick it up but you're steady stacking up boulders every day's a gift never miss it getting older blessing in the struggle know that you're just on the road to a life you were born to live so i wake up every day and just give it what i
I'm born to give everything in me and nothing less while this heart's still beating up inside my chest.